Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. Welcome back to the show where we give you the lowdown, the inside information, the word from the experts to help you use the internet as part of your marketing machine. Internet marketing is brought to you by Academy Internet at academyinternet.com and Wireworld Productions at wireworldproductions.com. Now, in today's show, we'll be looking at a couple of interesting things. First of all, Google is getting into the sort of checkout area of things, which is a bit of a new move for Google. And we'll be talking to a gentleman who is using MySpace uh, to great advantage, so stay tuned for that. So let's move straight on to that first story about Google entering the checkout market. I spoke to Daniel Rouse to get the lowdown from him. So here you are again with Daniel Rouse of Academy Internet. Daniel, what are we talking about today? Um, I think we're going to have a little look at Google Checkout, which is a new service that Google's offering. Um, we seem to be speaking about Google an awful lot lately because they seem to be bringing out new things all the time. Um, but this is quite an interesting one because it's a new kind of direction for them. Um, and it's connected with AdWords, so their pay-per-click advertising service. Um, and it's quite interesting how they're going about it. So I think for anyone with an e-commerce store or um, looking at selling online, it's quite an interesting topic. Now, e- e-commerce, I always used to sort of cringe a bit whenever I was going to put a site up that required payment because I, I don't know if there's any different, but you, all, you always used to have to get a, a, a merchant account mm. and then you had to sort of deal with all the payment processing. Tell, how does Google make this easy? Well, they, what they're trying to do is centralise it because the problem is at the moment, if you buy online... Each system's different, and integrating an e-commerce system is quite difficult because there's different kind of elements involved. And we've talked about that a little bit before. But what's different here is they're trying to make one system, which lots of different merchants can use. You have one login for all of them. So any shop you go to that uses Google um, Checkout, you can log in, use the same account, and you can do your payments through that way. The reason it's good for the merchant, the people that are selling, is that um, it's completely free until 2008 to process your payments which is massively unusual because you normally pay a monthly fee, a per transaction fee, and a percentage. So it can become quite expensive. You end up paying 3 4 5% of each transaction. Uh, with Google Checkout, it's actually free until 2008. So I mean, what I do is step back and just explain what it is. Okay? Yeah. It's just a system that allows you... Um, so if you've got a shopping cart, you've got an existing kind of thing where you can pick products and you can choose what the products are, but you then need some way of processing the payments. Okay, um, and Google Checkout allows you to process those payments. Okay, um, 
Now, normally when you do that, you sign up, um, and as I say, you have a percentage of your charge and a per transaction fee. And with Google, check out until 2008, it's free. The interesting thing after that is that for people that are using AdWords, so their pay-per-click campaign, for every pound you spend with AdWords, you can transact 10 pounds worth of transactions for free. So for example, if you spend a thousand pounds a month on Google AdWords, you could have 10,000 pounds come through your shop of transactions and you wouldn't pay for it to be processed at all. Clever. Yeah, it is clever because what it's basically doing is encouraging you to use AdWords to get people to your shop in the first place. Then you make sales, you see the use of using AdWords and you continue to do it and it gives you another benefit to using them. Um, the other thing as well, which is a, a real benefit, is if you're using AdWords adverts, as in Google's pay-per-click advertising adverts, um, if you sign up for checkout as well and you use checkout on your online store, you get a big logo that sticks onto your pay-per-click advertising, which will make it really stand out from everybody else's. So they're pushing this quite hard at the moment. Um, and it is a good solution. It is a good solution. It doesn't integrate directly with that many shopping carts at the moment, but there is an API. So there's a program interface that makes it interface for pretty much anything. Um, and lots of the popular stores are coming out with interfaces to work with it now. So things like Miva, which is quite an easy one to get into, there's a plug-in for that now that'll make it connect up to Google. Um, and lots of the other ones that are coming out as well with plugins for it. So, okay, can we just move over to the side of the buyer now? Mm. Are you saying this works a wee bit like PayPal? Um, in a way, but all, all it really means is that you, you have a centralized login for any store. So you don't need to go through to the Google um, Google checkout site or anything like that. It integrates quite seamlessly with any site you're using, but it means you have one centralized login. So say you went to five different stores, and if they were all using Google checkout, you could use the same login, which means you wouldn't have to put your um, payment details, your shipping address, your contact details in time and time again. That's only useful, of course, assuming that lots of the stores you're using are using Google checkout. Um, but, but can you put your own money in? Or is, is it like PayPal in that respect? Or is it you just use your credit card, but it stores your login details so it remembers stuff? Yeah, it just stores your login details. It's not um, at the moment being used for kind of sending money between people. It's purely a kind of checkout system. Okay, so if you've got your own e-commerce site and you want to use Google, what should, what should one be doing? If you just search for the word checkout in Google, um, surprisingly, Google Checkout comes in at number one. Um, and why is that then? Well, I, I can't imagine why. I can't imagine they're filling well results. It must just be the best optimized uh, page in the world. Um, and you basically find that you go in there, you sign up for an account, um, you have your store, you integrate with your store for all the solutions on there, and you can process transactions for free into 2008, which is quite big because um, after that, I mean, even if you weren't getting, if you weren't using AdWords at all, and you were paying for transactions after 2008, I've got the figures here, um, they're going to charge 15 pence per transaction plus 1.5%, which is significantly lower than a lot of the other merchant accounts asked for, so that asked for up to about 3%. Um, so it's still good value, isn't it? It is, it is good value. And I think they're doing this purely because they want people to start using it and to make it a, you know, a, a well-known solution. Um, as with anything else with Google, the more people they can get involved, it gets the weight behind them and it starts to snowball. So that's why they're doing it. Um, if you look at it now that Google have actually got most parts of the market, they've now got the advertising that takes you to the site in the first place um, with AdWords. Then you've got, when you're on your site, you can see what's going on. You've got Google Analytics. And then when people actually buy things from you, they've got Google Checkout to process the payments. Mm. Okay. Um, the one downside to this is Google's then got information on how people are searching, what they're doing on your website, and where spending the money. Um, now, they do have a really good kind of privacy policy and statements, and legally, obviously, they can't do too much with that information. But um, some people are concerned about how much information Google now has access to. 
because if you look at Gmail as well, they now know in people's emails. So there's some privacy concerns that people are coming up with. There's no, I, I personally am not that concerned by it because I've seen their privacy statements now quite tight privacy statements. But um, if you're somebody that is very concerned about privacy, then you know people start to get worried about it. But um, go check it. it. Looks like a good service. Um, we're doing some test kind of uh, things with it at the moment, so I don't know how we get on with it, and uh, you know we'll feed it back to the listeners. So you try and get yourself. Do you know of anyone else using it apart from yourselves? That's the thing. I don't know that many people are using it yet. Um, it is a new thing and it takes a while to integrate any sort of e-commerce system um, and there are sites out there using it but I think um, it will take a while until people trust it the one thing Google are really pushing is their fraud protection they're saying they've got really really good fraud protection and you don't pay extra for it um, with a lot of the merchant accounts you pay an extra percentage to get that, that you know, extra special fraud protection so um, but only time will tell how good that full protection is, how people are finding it. So as we hear things, we'll feed it back to listeners and uh, we want to get your feedback as well. Daniel, thank you very much. Now, before we move on to the next segment, let me mention our main sponsor, Academy Internet. They've been our sponsor from day one. Of course, we're delighted about that. And they provide the experts like Daniel and Graham. Now, they're a full-service online marketing agency who cover the full spectrum of online marketing activities and objectives. And it's all about using the technology to make your business work. And they're happy to guarantee that they will improve your return by at least 30%. You can find them online at www.academyinternet.com. Or you can call them on plus four four if you're outside the UK or zero one two seven three seven three three four three three. Okay, now let's move on to the main segment. I spoke to Neil Cole. Neil Cole is in the entertainment industry, and uh, he has been using MySpace for quite some time. He's using it to very good effect. Um, he knows a lot about MySpace, so I had a chat with him over Skype and asked him to to give us a lowdown on the best way for using MySpace as a sort of promotional tool. Enjoy. Neil Cole. Hello, sir. Hello. Now, Neil, you're using MySpace uh, in a very effective way. Tell me, first of all, what you're using MySpace for, and secondly, um, some tips and techniques other people can use in your experience. Well, the main, um, the main reason I use MySpace, and I find it works really well for me, is that as a comedian and, uh, and a television presenter, that there's a lot of people that I know who have their own myspace profile and that they use well and keep updated so for example just at a very simple level someone that i know but i haven't spoken to for a few months if i look at their myspace page i can uh ascertain pretty quickly what they're up to um before i speak to them um that's just sort of uh, on a social level on a more professional level um lots of forums in which i might work for example in a comedy club or a TV production company. Uh, comedy clubs quite often have their own MySpace profile, uh, as do people who work in TV production companies. So I can contact them directly through MySpace and say, hello, uh, can I come and play your club? Or hello, I've got some ideas for television. Can I come and pitch them to you? In a way that would have been more difficult because you'd have to find their phone number or find their own, uh, the, the, you know, the respective person's uh, individual email address in the past and then pluck up the courage to make that call, uh, which is quite sort of an aggressive marketing technique yeah, sure, of yeah. oneself. Um, but if you've got MySpace and they've put that information out there for the world to access, then you feel a little bit safer and a little less 
sort of cocky, um, contacting people. Yeah. Um, and more often than not, the answer is positive. The answer is affirmative. Um, and you've made a connection. So for every, for whatever field you work in, if there are, you know, N number of like-minded people, your peers, your superiors, people who want to be in your position online and have their own MySpace profile, you can build your network among those people. Mm. And, um, you know, further further your career, definitely. Now, that's interesting because I've I never really thought of MySpace in, in that regard. I mean, whenever I thought of MySpace, but the first thing that always came to my mind was like, oh, sort of like building lots of links to lots of people so you can like sort of traverse through the network as it was and find other people. But that's really interesting. So it, from what you were saying, it's a real leveler and that sort of people that are very influential, for example, and could be very useful for other people to know suddenly make themselves very, very available without all this sort of hierarchy and difficulty getting through to them. Exactly. I mean, look, you, uh, when it first started, everyone kind of thought, oh, it's just for dating or it's for teenagers to chat mm. and say, look, I've got a cat. Um, oh, and I like driving cars fast. Aren't I great? Mm. Uh, and, you know, there is a lot of that. For every, but for every million American high school child, children um, who have their own uh, frat house um, MySpace page, um, you know, there's a hundred genuine uh, successful professionals um, that could help you. Um, mm. But also, you know, like your, your average person, let's say, in my field, your average actor or comedian or writer um, will have three hours where they're just kicking about in their trailer. They've got Wi-Fi. They've got a laptop. And they'll go online, and once they've surfed around and done their shopping and spent their millions, what will they do? They'll sit on their MySpace page, and they'll look at who else there is out there. Yeah. And so a lot of the most famous people in the world now have their own official MySpace page because it is worth their while. It will draw people to them. They can generate their own uh, instantly accessible fan base Um so they don't have to have uh, the whole. They don't have to draw traffic to their own website. They just simply people know this is the official MySpace of, for example, Jerry Seinfeld or, for example, Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Um, and as long as you learn, you know, one problem is you have to distinguish the official ones from the fan sites or the people who are pretending yeah. to them. <laughs> there's lots um, of fake ones, are there? There's lots of fake ones, but yeah. you, it's quite easy after you've, uh, with a little bit of experience to realise that actually, yeah, that is that is blah blah and that is their official site and you know you might send them a message and you might be the millionth person that year that sent them a message but you have contacts with them in a way that was unheard of yeah. um so 10 years ago with with a celebrity and and yeah and that's one of the beauties of it it's everyone's on a kind of level playing field everyone has that direct interface with with the web now how effective has has myspace been for you neil have, have you used it successfully as a, as a way of getting more business more more you know more gigs yeah, well, I would say I would say yes. I would say um, on a number of levels. I mean, you are able to uh, if people ever want to um, see what you're up to. It's much easier to update your MySpace page on a minute by minute basis, mm. um, f so that people can go there and go, "Oh, look, he's doing something tonight," or "Oh, he's just blogged about what he's just done." Oh, there's his show reel. Oh, there's some pictures of him. That's what he looks like. All of those things mean that it is an instant CV, photo, uh, show reel um, online that anybody, prospective employer, whether they've contacted you direct or not, could anonymously 
access all the information about you they need to know. They might be going, we've got to cast a 35-year-old man um, with light brown hair uh, in the role of someone who's slightly funny and doesn't mind falling over a bit. I mm. wonder what Neil Cole looks like. And they'll go on yeah. my MySpace page, which is myspace.com slash the Neil Cole show. And they'll see that I fit the bill perfectly and then they will contact me through MySpace. So that's one level is the kind of uh, passive way that people can contact you. But then the other way is you kind of go, I know this person that I worked with yesterday. Mm. I, they become a friend. I look at who their friends are. Oh, they've got that person as a friend. That's a good agent or a good promoter. I'll make them a friend and ask them for work. Mm. And it happens. It kind of, by a kind of a process of attrition, more and more contacts develop. So what tips then would you give, Neil, to, to anyone thinking of using MySpace as a way to promote themselves and get more business? Well, just quickly, make sure your profile is very clear. Uh, make it clear that what you do. Uh, don't make it too sort of garish and personal. Mm. Um, and then simply find, seek out like-minded people, people that you know already or people that you know do what you do. Uh, add, add them as friends and then look at their friends and add their friends as your friends. Mm. Um, but just be fearless, you know, contact people that you otherwise wouldn't dream of contacting. Yeah. Um, be fearless, but not too pushy would be my advice. Any little gotchas or things that you need to watch out for on, uh, on MySpace? Oh, nowadays you get lots of spam. People asking to be your friend and they are links to porn sites or marketing sites. So just like everything on the net, just be very careful. Don't just randomly add friends. Yeah. Uh, because... Obviously, the more friends you have, the more kudos you have. If someone looks at your site and you've got three friends and one of them is Tom, who's the, the, <laughs> the founder <friend>. of MySpace, <laughs> space, then yeah. they're going to go, this person isn't very popular. Mm. If you've got 10,000 friends, they're going to go, blimey, this person's got a lot of friends. But um, don't just add friends wildly and randomly at the expense of your own sort of credibility, really. Mm. Neil Cole, thank you very, very much indeed for sharing your experiences. Thank you very okay. much. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. I do hope you enjoyed it. Now, we would love to hear from you, so if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to have featured on the show, then do send them to info at academyinternet.com. If you want to send a little WAV or MP3 file with some sort of comment on or a question, please do so, and we'd be very happy to play that as well. Uh, if you're a subscriber, we'd like to thank you for your valuable time. If you haven't subscribed yet, well, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Go to iTunes and just search for Internet Marketing, or go to the www.summitsolutions.co.uk website or the www.academyinternet.com sites, and you can subscribe there. This is Andy White signing off. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. wireworldproductions.com Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.